We are the Love Jays, and you're listening to Married Millennials. A conversation about being young, in love, and navigating life one student loan payment at a time. I'm Joy. I'm Justin. Let's get to it. Hello and thank you for tuning in to episode 66 of Married Millennials. We hope all of you enjoyed your weekend. We certainly did. Congratulations to Camila, our good friend from college who was heading to New York for med school. So we went and celebrated her this weekend and actually had a mini college BSU reunion. Yeah, it was good to see everybody. And when you graduate from school, I think, well, you anticipate not seeing people from high school as much. I feel like you're prepared for that and you have your 10-year reunion, your 20-year reunion. But for college, you don't get that. So it's like you see people when you see them and we hadn't seen everyone. In a while. We yeah, everyone hasn't together. been together. Yeah, not together. So, And it's been probably about five years. So. Yeah, we've been out of college six years yeah. and they've been, I think it's just been a couple of years for them, three or four years. For them, but it was nice. We just got, we all got together and ended up taking yeah. a group photo. We were still missing some people. They yeah, definitely was, yeah. was missing. We but that was a good people. chunk of people. It was. Yeah. And we took a group photo, which I still have on my camera. So for those of you guys who were there and listening, I will send the photo out at some <laughs> point because I know people were like, where's the photo? And it's funny because we just got an email and it was like, upload your photos to celebrate for the, from the event. So I definitely need this to, is, to I get feel like it. this is a lazy man's way out. Instead of sending out the text messages, like, if you listen to our podcast. <laughs> no, it's, it's not. say on the podcast. But I'm just saying. The photo is going to come you. soon. So don't think that, that we forgot. I finally had the chance to listen to Jay-Z's 444 album. In its entirety. Definitely a must listen. I understand yeah. why the internet was so hyped about it yeah. last week. Bars on bars on bars. I mean, every song, he just spits knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge and more knowledge. And it's just a a breath of fresh air to listen to music these days where it's not all about turn it up. And I'm I'm not against the the turn up music because the the music music that's out here now, I feel like everything you can just dance, nod your head to and get hyped with. But there hasn't been many records that we've heard in in the last few years and maybe even longer where you can actually sit and listen. And it's not a head bobber. It's just, okay, I need to really just ah, sit Kendrick. and listen. Kendrick's like that. Oh, you're right. Kendrick is like yeah. that. But this was just so smooth and direct. The fact that Jay-Z's 47 and just dropping heat is is real. Well, that's what I like. Because I, I feel like it was more of a, here's what I've learned album. You know, Straight when up. rappers are younger, it's kind of like, this is what I've experienced. This is what this I is can what do I've with all observed. my money. <laughs> yeah. He, the Jay-Z is like, this is what I've learned, and hopefully you can apply this too. That's real. Yeah. So if you guys have not listened to it, you definitely, definitely need to do it. And then also the internet was going wild this weekend. It's because Blue Ivy released a freestyle, and the internet has been going nuts. <laughs> now I listen to the freestyle. You can't hear a damn word this child is yeah. saying. So for all of these it's reactions, gibberish. like, oh my gosh, this is the bar. Stop. I feel like everyone's five-year-old stop. is probably capable of that. Stop. <laughs> stop. Just just stop. You cannot hear what she's saying. And so I'm over here, and then there's all the articles that are like, oh, this is what, all I heard was boom shakalaka. Yeah. That, that was boom, the only thing I heard boom, in the 55-second freestyle was <laughs> boom shakalaka. So if you guys can say, oh, she was exactly saying this, this, and this, 
You no, lying. You were out here making yeah. things up. Yeah. Unless Jay-Z and Beyonce included the lyrics in the album that I just didn't see it. Right. Hey, okay, maybe. But there's no way. On first listen, I want you, if you have not listened, I want you to go and listen to this. On first listen, you tell me if you heard more than Boom Shakalaka in that freestyle. Because <laughs> I certainly didn't. She said it twice. I heard boom shakalaka, boom exactly. shakalaka. So it's, it's like, man, it's re- relax. We we know it's B and J's baby, and yeah. there's a there's I was always say, you don't want the hype. There's always the you. hype movement, and now yeah. we got a kid freestyling on this dope album. Oh my right. gosh! But like, let's be honest, I, I couldn't hear anything she was saying. Yeah, she's fine. Although I will say, Willow Smith kind of killed it on the with my hair back and forth, and she was like what ten or something? Or was she no, thirteen? She was, I think she's a little older. She's like thirteen, twelve, thirteen. You can hear what she's yeah. saying. She, I whip my hair back and forth, but that was. Like a, that, was, like, that was a gem, though. Yeah. That, that was low key a cut. Yeah, that's like a celebrity child. So she, True, she was getting it. I'm, but I'm not saying that right. because she's a celebrity child means she can't she can't get it. What I, I'm saying is that right. But you I can't was hear what she's say, saying. Watch Blue Ivy have no musical talent. Be like this bomb.com superb athlete or, or something. She's, or she's gonna be a business mogul. Right, like still be the best in her field. But she's like, oh yeah, I can't sing or rap at all. Like that would be amazing. It'd actually be a good thing though. Every, but yeah, like I rather, wouldn't, I wouldn't really want to. No, be I, would, my I, don't, I wouldn't field. want to follow my my parents' footsteps if they were notably known for a specific craft, like Michael Jordan's son. I don't want to play basketball. Right. Jay and Beyonce's <laughs> daughter, and and future kids, I the twins. Music, yeah. I don't want to do music. Yeah, and their aunt too, like Solange is in the game. Like, yeah, it's like, like no, I'm not. cool. Oh, I'm Steve Jobs' son. I'm cool. Right. I'm not trying to be a tech CEO. <laughs> right. you're, you're just you're setting yourself up from failure. On, well, you're just setting yourself up from failure yeah. off top, like straight up. No, yeah, I'm cool. I'm cool. You won't necessarily fail. No, it's not. It's not a fail thing. But your first step into the business world. You know, say my yeah. my dad is a successful, huge CEO. Everybody knows. Soon as I step into the business world, oh, this is Mr. Riley's son. Oh, okay, great. Right. You're, you're just right. your expectations are astronomical, and you're just continually trying to fight that battle your entire career. The people I'm thinking about right now are Goldie Hawn and Kate Hudson. Goldie Hawn's Kate Hudson's mom. I feel like oh, I Goldie Hawn. Right. So Goldie Hawn's super popular in her generation. Kate Hudson's super popular in ours, but that's it's rare. But Goldie Hawn's an actress. Yeah. Right? And but so Kate Hudson's not an actress. She's is an is actress. she the sw- swimsuit model? No. Is that another Kate Hudson? No. <laughs> There's there's another Kate thinking, Hudson. No, you're thinking about uh, the other Kate. Kate, uh, I, yes, <laughs> the voluptuous Kate. Yeah, that's not Kate Hudson. No. Well, look. Why yeah. can't I think? So I don't know who right Kate now. Hudson the actor is. I'm sorry. Yes, you do. You, how do you lose a guy in ten days? Okay, I, if I see the face, I would know. You know, I'm not good. Okay, well then maybe she's not as popular. For <laughs> <our experience. laughs> I was like, you know, I'm not good at movies. All right. Oh, no, you're, can we talk about? <laughs> I was like, here we go. Everyone. This weekend, I decided Justin wasn't going to be home Monday. And I was like, bet. I'm going to have a me day. I'm going to go to the movie. Spider-Man was released this weekend. I'm going to go to the nice theater, right? The prime theater. At AMC. I'm, yeah, I'm going to kick my feet up. I'm going to watch Spider-Man. It's going to be great. Justin's like, oh, you know what? I think I'm going to be home today, too. And I was like, all right, cool. <laughs> so I was going to go to the movies. Do you want to go? He was like, oh, okay, Yeah. So we're we're looking at tickets, and the tickets are thirteen dollars. There are thirteen dollar tickets for the AMC Prime because I was going in the morning, right? That was my version of being financially responsible. Go when it's thirteen dollars and not twenty two dollars. Cool, or I think it's like eighteen dollars. No, 
It's twenty. I think it's twenty two dollars. Okay. Well, whatever. When it's not the first showing, it's more expensive. So I was going to the first showing. That was the plan. So somehow Justin was like, check the other theater. Like, oh, is that the fancy theater? What's the price of the other one? So we check, and it was a significant difference. It was seven something. Yes. So it was seven something compared to thirteen something. But I'm like, but I wanted like this isn't what I wanted. Like they're just the regular seats. You go sit in your red chair that doesn't recline or anything, and you watch the movie, which is fine because that's the normal experience. But I wanted the the super experience. I I, I wanted to go and watch a film the way that I wanted to go watch a film, not the super frugal way, the mid frugal way, right? So then Justin and I, <laughs> he's shaking his head. We got into it, but we didn't even really get into it. What, what would you say happened? You were so upset that I said, why don't we save money on going to watch the same movie without the recliner chairs? And this has been an ongoing battle in our marriage for ever. The whole time. And our relationship. This has been a, a long-standing battle. I cannot at all support movie theaters who are conning people into, oh, I need to go watch this movie with these fancy chairs and re- and recline back. But it's the a movie doesn't change. Experience. I know the movie doesn't change, but it's not just about the movie. It's the experience. Charging twenty plus dollars to go see a film in a standard movie theater is criminal. Okay, let me put it this way. It's criminal. It's like somebody saying, you know what, I want to go exercise today. And someone's like, me too. And it's like, I have this plan to go for a long run. And you're like, you know what, let's go for a long walk instead. Like you're going the same amount of miles, whatever. It's not the same experience. It's not the same experience. It's criminal. And I I cannot support the idea of spending 20 plus dollars per person to go see a it's film. It's not 20 and plus then buying, dollars. It's $13. Then buying $10 worth of popcorn it's, and spending it was, $60 it was on a movie day. It was $8.90 something. Round That's that not, up. That is $10. No, you round it up and it's not. Oh my you crazy so now, person. Oh my so, gosh. <laughs> also, just in case you guys didn't know, movie theater popcorn is vegan. The the butter is not butter. It's like, it's, it's oil. Oils. Yeah. And food coloring, which probably still isn't great for you, but it's, it's cruelty free. So, so enjoy we, that. We literally had a full blown argument. Right. Cause it's right before, right we went before to bed. bed. And it's first showing. So it's like, you have to, you know, it, and it's opening weekend. So you kind of need to buy your tickets the night before or early the next morning. So yeah, it wasn't even really a full blown argument. It was like, you were on one side, I was on the other. And, and I, I and I was not budging. Cause it's, I, I just, but listen, it's here's ridiculous. why I don't understand why you were still mad. Because we went to bed, we talked about it. You you said your case and I said my case. What was there to be mad about anymore? We didn't agree. We just simply didn't agree. We didn't agree. So then why are you still going to be mad about but it? But I, I didn't like your tone. I, I just didn't like the and way then, it finished. And then I said, well, I'm not buying any tickets. Because he ruined it at this point. I was like, so I don't So she goes and starts go. pouting. Well, I wasn't even pouting. I was like, we're not going. No, you were pouting. Is that a pout? Yeah, you were pout. You okay? You threw a tantrum. Is that better? No, yeah, none of that language is okay with me right now. <laughs> okay. 
But it was just sorry this for is, sorry for the this accuracy. This is where my head was at. Is that I had this plan for my day, how my day was gonna go. Then Justin decided to tag along with my day and take a poop on my plans. I wasn't feeling it. Now, what happened after we went to the movie? So we ended up going to see the movie yeah, for the we, the lowest price, the, the and standard the why, the standard said, viewing. He originally said, "Oh, good, just go ahead and buy the thirteen dollars tickets." And this was after like a a lot of back and forth. And I was like, "Okay, fine." But then the processing fee was ridiculous. Have you seen those memes where it's like when you have a hundred and fifty dollar order, but then you see the five dollars shipping, you're like, "Ugh, better <laughs> not." So that's what it was. It was like you know we processed the order, and then all of a sudden it was like thirty one. I was like, how did how did that happen? Because it was a, a convenience. Yeah, so then it turned into a $16 ticket instead of a $13 ticket. And I was like, okay, this is ridiculous. Yeah, that irritated we me. We ended up getting the regular the regular tickets. Yeah. And it ended up costing us a total of $18. $18. We went and saw the movie, enjoyed it. The new Spider-Man is good. If you haven't seen it, definitely go check it out. And then we got in the car afterwards, and I said, babe, how did you enjoy it? I had a good time. No, I made an appointment to tell you that I enjoyed that it. That you, you had a good time. You didn't have to problem. I know, I did ask you. I did have a good time. And what did I say? I said, you know, it's not about how you see it. It's about who you see it with. Yeah, so all of, all of this fussing and all of this hype, he ended up having a good time. Yeah, it may have been slightly it been a different. Time, a slightly different experience, but we still had a good Listen, time. Listen, I don't like you messing with my plans. I just, I'm sorry for all of you men or women out there who are dating someone who feel that they need to spend 20 plus dollars to go see a movie and you're in a losing battle. No, I'm right there with you. It's completely criminal. Two tickets this is and thing. some popcorn. If we went to the movies every week, I'd give it to you, but we never go. And then every time we go, it's a thing. So that's why I said, next time I want to go to the movies, don't say a damn thing. Like, not a thing. Just just roll with it. If I want to go to the expensive movie, I will go to that one. If I don't want to go to the expensive movie, then we won't. But just, just don't ruin it anymore for me. I've had, like, years... Of having to deal with your attitude about movies. You're never in a good mood about movies. That's not true. I'm just not in the mood of being robbed by movie theaters at ridiculous prices to watch the same damn film. Sorry. For those of you who follow us on Instagram, we posted on our story this weekend that Justin and our producer for the show, Andy Ray and Justin's best friend, have never seen Jumanji. The original. 1995 Jumanji. Yes. Because the new Jumanji is coming out, and I don't even know how it came up, but you guys were like, "Because it was a trailer. It was a trailer in the Spider-Man movie." The yeah, new it Jumanji. was. So that's but how. It, did you you told me then that you had never seen, or did I find no, out that you I, two did? There was some type of. It came up some way, but I know yeah. it was primed and by was like, the new trailer. What? And they've also never seen Back to the Future, so we're gonna watch that. But <laughs> but we watched Jumanji this weekend, and I said we were gonna post the reaction video, and the reaction didn't post. So I just wanted to let you know that. What did you give it, Justin? I gave it one and a half thumbs up. Yeah, you said Roger Ebert gives it one and a half thumbs up, and that I looked it up later, and Roger Ebert actually gave it one and a half thumbs. It was a, a one and a half star because it was, you know, two stars. There two it stars. is. So, yeah, I thought that that was There it is. Just call me Roger Ebert. Yeah, I you got were, it. You were on point. I was dead on. But you were good. You were guessing what was going to come out of the game. Like, how did you? Because I'm, I'm, this is what I do, guys. This, Are you I'm... good at riddles? No. 
I'm not good at riddles. Yeah, that's why I was kind of surprised. <laughs> I was like, I don't remember this being a skill of Justin. No, it's definitely not a skill of yeah. mine. But I was I was dialed in and I was in the zone this weekend. Fresh off of Spider-Man. Then I watched this movie. So I just had my brain going. And we watched the documentary, What yeah. the Health. Right. So I had three movies this weekend. Right. So my brain was just was ready. Oh, yeah. We want to recommend that to everybody. It's called What the Health. That's actually kind of recommended for everybody. Well, for those who are diet changing. Recommend it because every time you say, "Oh, we recommend it for everybody." No, Stop pouring I, this down I my think, throat. No, listen. I think it's beneficial, even if you're not looking to switch up your diet to see what things are doing to your body, so you know what's going on. What's going on? Yeah, it's good. It's not like a slaughterhouse video. No, it is, it's not one of those documentaries. Oh, the, the poor animals. No, it's just okay. This is how it's really to me. It's the business side of how all these different entities are connected yeah and how money of course is behind everything Mm -hmm. surprise shocker no but yeah it was just it was it was a nice little interesting documentary that a few of my super vegan friends Mm -hmm. recommended us to watch and like i said if you haven't seen it it's on netflix Mm -hmm. quick watch about an hour and a half pretty informative we're a little more than halfway through the year, and I can't believe 2017 is flying by so I mean, damn fast. It's not even the very beginning of July anymore. It's no. crazy. Next thing you know, it's going gonna, it's gonna to be August, gonna and it'll be, be our August. wedding anniversary, and then Joy's going to cuss me out because I don't have plans yet. So that'll, that'll be it's fun. It's not up to you to plan our anniversary. Oh, yeah. So now you want to say that for the people, but every time I ask for recommendations, you give me nothing. Please, we're not even going to go open this conversation. We're, we will discuss this off air because yeah. you, you've lost it. Okay, I'm, I'm waiting. <laughs> I'm, I'm waiting for I flights, said, uh, hotels, destinations, cost analysis. Said, I'm waiting for we that. we weren't going anywhere. You've never sent anything. But we're, don't, we're not even going to open this. <laughs> Back to my original point. We're halfway through the year. And you know, sometimes you just want to sit and, and think about what you've, you, what you've accomplished this year. And, and I know at the top of the year, you know, the, my word of the day or my word of the year was execute. Every year I try to pick one word that I'm going to live by and I just pin it at the top of my Twitter because it's very easy to see when I open the Twitter app. And, and this year was, was execute. And I'm happy to say on most things, I've been able to execute and, and move on. A few episodes back, I talked about creating a credit card e-course Good news for you guys, the credit card e-course is currently being built. I'm working on it now, actually, and I'm hoping to have it released to you guys in the beginning of August so you guys can take advantage of that. It's a great resource. I promise that you guys will learn a lot. It has changed the way we spend. It's changed the way we've been able to travel. There's just a lot of perks and benefits, so I'm working on that, and we just announced that in our newsletter. If you're not subscribed to our newsletter, nice shameless plug, Go to our website and you'll see right there on the right-hand side of the page a, a, a little place where you can, you can enter your email and subscribe to our monthly newsletter. But all of that to say is you know, what I've learned kind of in this, in this first seven months of the year is really just trying to get out of your own way. And this is not something that I've necessarily came to on my own. I give Joy a lot of credit for this because she's never been shy to just sock me dead in my chin. Not literally. But whenever little things come up and, and I'm feeling some type of way, she was like, mm, well, why are you feeling this way? Is it because you're just mad or you're feeling this way because you didn't do the work desired to achieve said goal? 
I think we are all guilty of getting in our own way. I do it personally. And look, you need to pull my plug more. You do. You you actually did, I think, this weekend. Yeah, so. I've, I've tried all the time. You I, just don't listen to me. I think yeah. that's just what happens <laughs> is I listen to when you give me feedback or advice or critique and say, hey, you should change this. And you just go, You know Phew. what it is? Because I've, I've learned how to speak to you in a way that you respond. You speak to me in the way that you need to be spoken to. You haven't figured out how I how I respond yet. Yeah, I, I, I guess I haven't. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's a study. I've studied you. <laughs> I love you, uh, but you know, I I I think, but it also that's you're a, a former athlete, so I think it's like it's a different way of getting fired up. Yeah, I don't. I mean, to me, that I feel like the only way that you respond is when you deliver reality to people, <laughs> and if you don't right. respond to reality, then you can't respond. Well, the thing so is, I, I this don't, is I don't thing. know how to get someone I to respond. I am not somebody who is blind to reality. I'm not somebody who's like, um, oh, this person is responsible for my problems. Like, I typically always know what the actual problem is. I just don't know how to fix it. So, what I need <laughs> is 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 help with the solution, like an actual solution. I know what the problem is. Well, everyone knows what the problem is. That's like people who go to work every single day and they just complain all the time but are offering no solutions to change it. Right, but those people typically don't know what the problem is, which is like always you pretty much. That's what I've learned <laughs> is that you're, you're pretty much always your problem. I, I disagree. Yeah. I think people do for the most part know what the problem is. The issue is is no one wants to do the work to fix the problem. Right. It's easy to point and identify saying, hey, I need to change these things. Right. I want something to approve upon. But if you're looking left and looking right, hoping that these other people are going to improve upon the situation, that's not going to happen. You have to do that. And the reality right. is, is that work is extra. It requires you well, doing more difficult. work, going the extra mile, and it's not right. necessarily Right, so fun. that's what I'm saying. People don't actually know what the real problem is. The real problem is themselves. Like, they are the problem, and you're looking at this person to fix your problem or this person to fix your problem, and they're not going to help you fix it. Like, you have to fix your own problem. And sometimes you don't know how to do that. And the worst thing you can do though is to say, well, my problem is this person. This person is this way and it's making (laughs) me be this way and this is why I'm not enjoying this. Those people got a long way to go. Because your problem, you can always control your response to things. You can always control your outlook, whatever. And you can even fix your current situation. It might take a little bit of work, but you got you to gotta do it. You're on your own, pretty much. That's what I've learned. Yeah, it, People are, will help you along the way, but they're not going to do all the work for you. you no, know, a, a lot of things you are on your own. And this conversation was prompted by a conversation that me, Joy, and our, our good friend were having this weekend and just coming up with, with different things that we wanted to see done. Mm-hmm. And they necessarily haven't been done or been slow in getting it done. And just hearing all of us talk. It's, I was like, okay, well, I need this and this to happen before I move forward with, with this particular idea. Or I need this mm-hmm. to happen before I move forward with this idea. And what you realize is if you keep saying these things, oh, I need X to happen before Y happens, is that neither are going to happen. Mm-hmm. And what really kind of opened my eyes to, to this thinking was when I read Phil Knight's Shoe Dog book. And, I, and I, I'm going to spoil one little part of the book, but he, was, he started his business essentially you as a- You want to explain who Phil Knight is for the people? Yeah, so for those who don't know who Phil Knight is, he's the CEO of Nike or the former CEO, the founder of Nike and just the brains behind the largest 
athletic brand in the world and probably one of the largest brands, period, in the world. But he started off as a salesman for a Japanese shoe company. And he was selling, he was one of their, their main sellers on the West Coast. He went back to the, the company and said, hey, I want to take over the distribution for the entire U.S. And they're like, no, in order for, you know, to, to do that, we need someone to have an East Coast office. And he looked back at the, the, the head of the company and said, oh, yeah, we have an East Coast office. That's, that's not a problem. And they were like, oh, really? So they ended up coming to an, to an agreement, and this Japanese shoe company made him the salesperson for their shoe for the entire United States. Let's keep in mind, when he agreed to this deal, he had no East Coast office. No. Nope. All he had was his office in Oregon. And we don't condone lying. No, but yeah. yeah. But, you know, that's all he had. So he right. came back and he spoke to one of his partners and said, hey, I need you to move to the East Coast. We need to find a building and create and, and, and basically create an office. Yeah. And, and that's what they did. Two weeks. They had a few weeks and ended up doing it. And here you go. So it just, to me, like that one little line just showed that you don't have to have all the answers no. and you don't necessarily have to have all the boxes checked, but those who are successful just say yes, and then they go and do it. They're yeah. not like, okay, well, yes, I can become this once I go find this office. Like, no, I'm just going to sit here and, and stretch the truth a little bit, get this deal, and then look what happens. Yeah. And it, it really just changed my, my whole way of thinking. It's because... You're, you're not going to be able to accomplish much if you're waiting for someone else to do something for you or you're waiting for the right time for yeah. something to happen. Yeah. Well, and th- this is the thing. I think as long as you're working towards something, you can act on things. Like maybe don't, you know, go to a publisher and say like, I've written this full novel. <laughs> like, you know, but like if you're already working on something, it's not too... I don't think it's ever really too early to start reaching out to people. This is the thing that I tell people all the time is that when you're thinking about starting a business, oftentimes people want it to be perfect. I mean, spit shine to perfection. And they want it to be this amazing thing before they ever present it to the world. Which I understand why, because a lot of the companies that are wildly popular, you know, they're super polished, right? But what you don't realize is that often when you do launch something brand new and no one knows who you are (laughs) or what you're trying to do or anything, you kind of get crickets. You're like, look out world, here I come. (laughs) Here's my great idea and I'm presenting it to you all. Three people saw it in the first 17 weeks and you're like, I just spent three years of my life making sure that this was perfect. And no one gave a damn. And no one cares. So it's so much better to have your idea, work on it for a little bit, launch what you can. Be like, okay, this isn't exactly how it's going to be down the line, but this is the concept. This is an idea. Let me start to build an audience. Let me start to or, or get clientele, whatever your idea is. Start building. There's nothing that says you can't work on polishing something while you're building your your you know audience. That's what you should do. Yeah, that I mean that's that's kind of what you do. And the reason why you can't polish at all is you don't know what's going to happen once it's yeah, released. Yeah, exactly. You might think one aspect of your business is going to be what's popping, and it's going to be the small little yeah. subset that's actually easier to do and more in your your expertise, and you didn't even consider it. 
to personalize the conversation, let's use this podcast as an example. Joy had been talking about launching a podcast since early 2015. I was like, okay, well, what will we call it? What will we look like? How will we go about it? I had so many questions and excuses and reasons on why we couldn't launch the podcast. And then it became the beginning of 2016. And Joy just basically looked me in the face and said, we're going to buy this and we're going to start recording on this date. Literally gave a a calendar date and said, this is when we're launching the show. We didn't have any equipment. We didn't have a show name. We didn't know what What we were were doing. We had never recorded or or produced a podcast, had no idea. But we just gave ourselves essentially a month timeline. And I did as much research as I could online, talking to friends who were hosting podcasts themselves, saying, okay, what software do you use? I've never edited audio. What equipment do we use? And what did we end up doing? We ended up starting this show, this podcast, recording it in our bedroom, and here we are, 66 weeks later, continuing to produce shows every single Tuesday. And I remember that first time we sat down, we were like, what? We're like, what did we say? I had had no idea what to say. Yeah. I mean, it's been a (laughs) learning. Thanks for listening to us? (laughs) Yeah. Like, uh, thanks for tuning in. Yeah. So, you know, it's just you, you just have to go for it. I think that, get out of your way and go for it. If that could be my message, I think that... It's true, and, but I also want to make very clear this is a lesson that Joy and I are still learning. Yeah, you, you have to continue to learn this We lesson. are still yeah. in our way with a lot of things when it comes to love jays, when it comes to our personal lives, and even mm-hmm. sometimes when it comes to our marriages. Mm-hmm. You get in your way trying to find excuses and reason why things can't get done. Right. And we just, you just genuinely can't afford to really get something done by continuing to make excuses. Right. The difference for people, one of the biggest differences of people who are doing what they love and those who are not is because they've just went out there and said, I'm going to try this. I'm going to do it. I'm going to create it. And it may fail. If it fails, I'm going to get back up and do it all over again. Right. But at least they're trying. They're making an effort to do it. And that's how I feel about this course. I've never created an e-course. I have no idea. What goes into an e-course? But I have spent a good amount of time researching it, mm-hmm. figuring out what works. I've created this outline, and now I'm putting the slides together. We'll be recording the audio soon, and I'm going to find a, a software that'll put it up on the website, and it's going right. to be available for you guys to download. And when you guys are able to take that course, you're going to be like, well, damn, this is legit. Right. <laughs> like, this is good information. Right. But you just have to go out there. Like, oh, how do you create an e-course? Hell, I don't know. Right. But there's books, there's the internet, there are a lot of different things that can tell That's you. That's the what other to thing do. is we have so many resources at our disposal. So many. We're a very spoiled generation. So as far as that goes, I mean, fingertips. We don't have to go to the library and like pull out book for book and you know comb through it. It's Google searches. We have video tutorials. I mean, they're just like if knowledge is what's holding you back, find a way to get some knowledge. And I also want to say, I think change is disruptive and it can be easy to sit back and wait for change to happen to you because you know it is inevitable. It's going to happen, but it's better for you to take hold and and create some change on your own terms. And I I understand, it takes a lot of work. I think at the end of the day, we're all just comfortable. Yeah. We're comfortable. Even we're even comfortable in our discomfort sometimes. 100%. 100%. It's like you know you, you don't really steady. like your curves. Yes. And it's predictable. You know what's going to happen. It's and risk you're, adverse. You're fr- right. Right. But that's not any way to live your life. So, you know, if you're thinking about starting anything, growing something, whether it be 
a full-time aspiration, a part-time aspiration, or just helping people, whatever it is, go for it and go for it today. I want to, I want to give you guys three little nuggets that has really have helped me from mentors that I've spoken with, things that I've read, whether it's books or blogs from people who have just said, I'm taking this leap. I'm actually going to move forward. And sometimes when you think, oh, I'm taking this leap, it means that, oh, I have to quit my job and I just have to be completely broken bootstrap. No, everyone finds their success in, in different ways. Mm-hmm. But a lot of the common themes I said, the, the, the first thing is really identifying what you want. Mm-hmm. What do you want to accomplish? Mm-hmm. What, what is, is it a, a blog that you want to start? Is it a right. book that you want to write? Right. Is it a screenplay that you want to write? Do you want to sing? Do you want to dance? Do you want to act? Do you want to travel the world? Whatever it and is. And it can be small too. That's the other thing. It doesn't have to be a dream of grandeur. Like it can be, I, I want to learn how to run a mile. Like it could be it's something super, super But identify simple. what you want to accomplish. And for us, we are still identifying what we want to accomplish with Love Jays. Mm-hmm. We have a, a pretty close idea, but we are still working on what do we want to accomplish with the Love Jays brand? What do we want Love Jays to look like in three years, five years, 10 years? What does that look like? We are still working on number one, but it's identifying what you want to accomplish. The second thing is give yourself a deadline. Mm -hmm. When we were in school, we had homework. Homework assignments had deadlines. If you didn't achieve it by the deadline, guess what happened? You failed. If you failed your homework assignment or enough homework assignments, guess what? You failed your class. But in life, we give ourselves no deadline. We say we need to get something done by the top of the month. The top of the month comes, you're like, "Mm, let's go ahead and push this off another month. Then that month comes, you say, "Uh, let's push it off again. You continually push things off, push things off because there's no penalty. At least that's what you see in the short term. But the reality is the penalty is is you're not being able to fully achieve what you're trying to accomplish. So give yourself a deadline. And then tying that in with this saying, this is a kind of a two for one, is write it down. Write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down, write it down. Yeah. The notes on my phone is my go-to for everything. You, sometimes you're just driving and you have good, good nuggets. Okay, you need to write yeah. it down. Because if you don't have anything to go back to, when you have these good ideas, how are you going to move? How are you going to grow? That's what I want to say too. Write it down somewhere where you're going to see it. Because it doesn't help for you to write it down somewhere where you're never going to look at it again. Write it down somewhere that you're going to revisit. And then the third thing is just do it. Yeah. <laughs> and not to steal Nike like slogan. Nike, yeah. But in all honesty, it's just do it. You're not going to have all the answers. You're not going to know everything. Mm-hmm. You're just not. And if you're waiting to figure out till you have all the knowledge, you'll be six feet under. And I don't say that to, to be morbid, but I just say that as a reality is That's if we're true. looking to have the perfect solution for everything, you are not going to have it. So once you've written it down and you've decided, okay, this is what I want to do, and you've given yourself a deadline, then go ahead and actually start working towards what yeah. you've done. Yeah. You absolutely have to. And then coupling this all together is be sure you have a positive support system behind you. I cannot emphasize enough. Having people in our corner who genuinely support what we are trying to do has made a huge difference Mm -hmm. in us going forward. And anytime you go to someone and say, hey, I'm thinking of starting this new project, most people are like, "Mm, I don't think that's a good idea. Well, 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 honestly, I don't care. Or they start asking you questions like to make you... Basically, to discourage you. Correct. They'll try to trip you up. Like, well, how are you going to do this? And how are you going to do that? You don't even know how to do this. They'll start going down that path. And really, that's you don't need that in your life. Just not at all. Yeah. You you just got. If you have something that's placed in your heart that you feel you need to accomplish it, go accomplish it. And if you fail at it, at least you can say I did it and it was unsuccessful. 
loosely quoted, I, Kevin Hart said, no one knows what you're capable of more than you. You're, you're the one who knows what you can do, what you're capable of, the heights you can reach. And you probably don't even have a, a firm grasp on how far that truly is. So just go for it. Just go for it. That's real. You, you got to go for it. And we, like I said, we're, we're halfway through the year. We're, we're more than halfway through the year. And, and it's time for some of us, we've been, we've been sitting complacent for a little too long. And I said, mm-hmm. Joy's guilty. I'm guilty. And everyone listening is guilty of, of sitting a little too long on something this year. So let's use this last five months of the year to really take hold of something and, comp- and accomplish it. And if you need someone to hold you accountable, send me an email. Send me a DM and I'll give you my personal email and I will be your, your responsibility partner. If you don't have anyone that you can trust or depend on and lean on, we will be that person for you. If you have something that you want to accomplish and say, I just need you to remind me on this date that I need to have this done. Great. Let's do it. Right. You, you have to hold I'm each other accountable. Too, and what's yeah. awesome is I have a built-in partner, my wife, who's also a, a, a partner in life, but also a partner in business who holds me accountable. Not everyone has that. So if you are looking for someone, I am more than willing to make myself available to be your accountability partner. Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of Married Millennials. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher, and share it with your friends. And of course, if you've not yet written us a review on iTunes, make sure you do that as well. And let's keep the conversation going online. You can head over to our website, lovejays.com, and you will see all of our social media icons right there at the top of the page. Thanks again, and we'll see you next Tuesday.